Chapter Six of Silas Strong, Emperor of the Woods, by Irving Bachelor. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Six. It was near sunset of the second day after the arrival of Synth and Silas. They sat together in front of the cook tent. Silas leaned forward, smoking a pipe. His great brawny arms, bare to the elbow, rested on his knees. His faded felt hat was tilted back. He was looking down at the long stretch of still water, fringed with lily pads, and reflecting the colors of either shore. "'You ain't got a cent to your name,' said Synth, who was knitting. She gave the yarn a pull, and, as she did so, glanced up at her brother. The better times,' said he, rubbing his hands. "'Better times,' she sneered. "'I'd like to know how you can make money and charge a dollar a day for board.' Sportsmen visiting there paid for their board, and they with whom Silas went gave him three dollars a day for his labor. The truth was that prosperity and Miss Strong were things irreconcilable. The representatives of prosperity who came to Lost River Camp were often routed by the eye of resentment and the unruly tongue. Strong knew all this, but she was not the less sacred on that account. This year he had planned to bring a cow to camp and raise the price of board. "'You see?' Strong insisted. "'Huh,' Synth went on. We'll most kill ourselves, and next spring we won't have nothing but a lot of mink skins. Miss Strong, as if this reflection had quite overcome her, gathered up her knitting and hastened into the cook tent, where, for a moment, she seemed to be venting her spite on the flat irons and the tea kettle. Strong sat alone, smoking thoughtfully. Soon he heard footsteps on the trail. A stranger, approaching, bade him good evening. "'From the Migler Lumber Company,' the stranger began, as he gave a card to Strong. "'We have bought the Smith & Gordon tract. I have come to bring this letter and have a talk with you.' Strong read the letter carefully. Then he rose and put his hands in his pockets, and, with a sly wink at the stranger, walked slowly down the trail. He wished to go where Synth would not be able to hear them. Some twenty rods away, both sat down upon a log. The letter was, in effect, an order of eviction. "'I got to go?' the Emperor inquired. "'That's about the size of it,' said the stranger. "'Can't,' Strong answered. "'Well, there's no hurry.' said the other. We shall be cutting here in the fall. I won't disturb you this year." Silas rose and stood erect before the lumberman. "'Cut everything?' he inquired, his hand sweeping outward in a gesture of peculiar eloquence. "'Everything from Round Ridge to Carter's Plain,' said the other. Strong deliberately took off his jacket and laid it on a stump. He flung his hat upon the ground. 
evidently something unusual was about to happen then forthwith he broke the silence of more than forty years and opened his heart to the stranger he could not control himself his tongue almost forgot its infirmity his words came faster and easier as he went on no he said it can't be you ain't got no right to do it for you can't never put the woods back again my god sir i've wandered over these hills and flats ever since i was a little boy there ain't a critter on em that don't know me seems so that they was all my b brothers i've seen men come in here nigh dead and go back well there's m medicine here to cure all the sickness in a hundred cities there's fur enough here to cover their naked there's food enough to feed their hungry and they saw wood enough to keep em warm god planted these w woods and stocked em and nobody's ever done a day's work here cept me now you come along and say you've bought em and are going to shove us out i can't understand it god made the sky and i lifted up the trees to sweep the dust out of it and pump water into the clouds and give out the breath of the ground you ain't got no right to get together down there in albany and make laws against the will of god you rob the world and then you take the treetops out of the sky you might as well take the clouds out of it god has given us good air and the woods and the wild cattle and it's free and you you're going to turn everybody out of here and seize the gift and trade it for dollars you damn little bull cook a bull cook it should be explained was the chore boy in a lumber camp strong sat down and took out an old red handkerchief and wiped his eyes he was thinking of the springs and brooks and rivers of the cool shade of the odors of the woodland of the life-giving air of the desolation that was to come it's business said the stranger as if that word must put an end to all argument a sound broke the silence like that of distant thunder hear the that strong went on it's the logs going over rainbow falls they've been stole off the state lands that's business too business is king of this country he takes everything he can lay his hands on he'd try to grab heaven if he could get over the fence and be back again i am not here to discuss that said the stranger rising to go had supper silas asked i've a lunch in the canoe thank you the moon is up and i'm going to push on to copper falls migley will be waiting for me we shall camp there for a day or two at cedars spring good night good night it was growing dark strong's outbreak had wearied him he groaned and shook his head and stood a moment thinking in the distance he could hear the hoot of an owl and the bull bass of frogs booming over the still water G gone he exclaimed presently soon he added in a mournful tone 
wouldn't das tell miss strong he started slowly towards the camp i'll lie to her he whispered as he went along before going to bed he made this note in his memorandum book june the twenty sixth more snags strong says trouble is like smallpox thing to do is keep it from spreadin End of chapter 6